Hey, guys, before we start the show, we want to let you know that we are doing a live show in Los Angeles. Saturday, August 26th at 2 p.m. at the Bootleg Theater near downtown Los Angeles. You can find out more information and tickets at bootlegtheater.org. This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, the world revolves around me, or my kids, or my partner, or I have no idea. Plus, Biz is happy about something, Teresa is losing her mind, and we talk to Taewon Yu about his new book, My First Baby Signs. Woo! Can I paint a picture for the audience? Okay. You guys, Biz has her hair in braids today, and it looks really, <laughs> really cute. <laughs> it's my new I surrender to not having had a haircut in too long. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it looks I, really I, good, Thank you. This is my, yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't want to wear a baseball hat. do that sometimes. It's summer. Yeah, it's summer. Summer hair. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. I'm also in shorts. In shorts. That are white and have fish on them. Yeah. I Something am, is happening today. Ahoy, polloi, guys. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. It's really, really it's all, fun. It's all coming together. <laughs> uh, before I ask about you, okay. I uh, feel that we need to say happy Father's Day to all all the dads out there. Oh, yeah. It's Happy Father's, Father's Day. Day, guys. It's so the great. week of Father's Day. I wish for you the indecision of what you want for this special right. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope that you either want to spend time with your family or you want to do nothing at all remotely. Is it about but, you? Is it about your dad? Right. Is it about your grandpa? That's right. And look how. What is it? <laughs> What is this day? What is this mystery holiday? Uh, Except the day for, you know, some handmade, loving, shitty gifts, some ashtrays, some clay ashtrays, some ties, some soap on a rope. We we wish all these things for you. You guys are doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. And uh, yay for dads. Yeah, good job, dads. Say yay for dads. Teresa, how are you? I'm losing my mind a little bit at this point. <laughs> she's for got real. a tick. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, I was like texting my sister last night, and she's like, "Channel Grandma Lou," because our we always talk about like our our grandma had seven kids, right? And so like we're always kind of like, "How did that work?" A little bit. It's yeah. like a grand mystery, and like we try to <laughs> we try to like get in that mode sometimes, yeah. and we need to really mom up, right? But um, yeah, this was just kind of a kind of a wild weekend. I had like just every single mm. child had their own special something. Going on that like needed something extra, and like that was just really fucking draining. And like on um, on Friday, Grace stayed home sick from school, um, and our babysitter, who normally comes for to like help me with Oscar and the baby on Fridays, um, couldn't be there on Friday. So I right. had the three kids that whole day, oh, and yeah. amazingly, okay, Curtis is three months old. Amazingly, I haven't had like a full day with all three of them yet. Like, wow. that was my first yeah. 
Um, that was which I mean, good job to Jesse and I. I think because we've like made Managed it this far, yeah. where I've we're we've like juggled and taken turns with kids and had you know a sitter there helping right. out at times, or kids are at school or whatever. I've had them at bedtime, but I've n- I haven't. This was my first time like a full day, right. starting from the morning, ending at <laughs> night, where it was like just me. And we did really well. Yeah, I'm gonna say we did really well. Right. And then there was a weekend. That happened right after, after that. Yeah. So by yesterday, yesterday was Sunday afternoon. By yesterday afternoon, I was, um, yeah, I, I could, like, it was one of those days where it was like four o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. Uh. And I was just so deeply done. Yeah. Um, that by the time like everyone was in bed, I like had a full on like stomach ache, oh. like a stomach ache, you know, like yeah. just not like you're, sick, not no, sick, just like tense. It's just been... so tense. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't. There, that's I, no. I'm there's with no punchline to that. That's it's just, just a lot. Where yeah. I am, it feels like I have. Mine's not the stomach ache, but I feel like I have that. I feel like if I if like my shoulders was like a horizon. Oh, sure. Right? You can feel the, like, pressure bubbling up. It's yeah, like rising. rising. And you're like, yeah. it's coming. I'm oh, going to, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. But it's like, and you're like constantly trying to keep that equilibrium going. But oh, you're totally. like, it's too much. It's, it's too it's much. Filling. It's, it's too much. It's too much. It's rising. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. We got to find an opening up here in the ceiling. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, like, I had a pretty good sleep last night. And then this morning, I, like, was trying <laughs> to, to get, wake up. Right. So, and I was in the kitchen <laughs> with Jesse. And we're both kind of getting stuff for people and um, Oscar is flipping out about something and right. I said to Jesse it's a new day and he's like what do you mean by that <laughs> and I was like what I actually mean right. is that I was so done yesterday yeah. with all of this and then I went to sleep and I had a great <laughs> sleep and I'm feeling great and yet here yeah. we are again <laughs> we got- doing the same stuff and here, real like, it hasn't gone anywhere nothing is better we have got to do a show about partners not getting your not-so-subtle, hilarious, passive-aggressive jokes. Like, I, those things come out of my mouth all the time where I'm like, like we'll be at the end of the weekend, yeah. and we're both so tired. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, isn't it, yeah wasn't it great? Yeah. I get to do it by myself for the next five days. Yeah. And stuff is like, it's like, it's a shame response because yeah. it's not funny. No, it's not I'm funny. I'm being very It's direct. actually very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually aggressively saying I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah. Simmer, 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 yeah. simmer. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, I, I, yeah. I got nothing for it's you. It's fine. On that. Thank except, you for letting me vent. Yeah, that I got nothing. means a lot. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I was really, I I didn't want this to be another day where I came in and was like, oh, lose it. You know, I'm losing I know. my mind. I was like, I've got to find something. I thought. One of us has to be right. kind of okay yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I need to find something that I'm really happy about. Uh-huh. And here it is. Okay. My kids, I've somehow created a house in which my kids aren't scared of the house, right? Like, and I know this mm. might be weird for some people, but like, for example, when they're sleeping, mm-hmm. there are lots of noises that happen in our house mm. that wake me up. Sure. Or that I would assume I keep waiting to wake right. my kids up and sc- the ice machine sounds yeah. like a body's falling on the floor, mm-hmm. right? The cat's onion like walks through the house around one in the morning with this like almost human meowing that he sure. does in the middle of the night, yeah. right? Whenever B, the brick cat, jumps off of something, there's always something mm-hmm. like happening at night and it doesn't scare them. That's so good. And when, you know, Ellis 
doesn't get out of bed yet to come get us if he's upset in the middle of the night. I mean, he's usually it's all night terror-y, so he's not getting out of the bed. I go to him. Mm -hmm. But Katie Bell, since like really early on, will come into us Mm -hmm. at night. I mean, and I used to think, I used to be terrified if I was scared at night Mm -hmm. to get out of my bed and go to my parents' Mm -hmm. room. Yeah, just to make it from your bed to to the bed. I know. And it wasn't a safe, because there was always like this room that I had to pass in the house that I'm pretty sure was on it. Uh Uh, I was like, there's just a evil presence in that Mm -hmm. room. You'd run down the stairs as fast as you could and run past the living room just to get get to your parents, my parents' room. Uh, But, like, the kids seem genuinely... They feel safe. Safe in the house. so good. And it's why this is one of those things where I'm like, I feel like I have to say it, is because I am a person, not that they don't feel safe that somebody's going to, like, a a reality might happen. To me, I'm like... Well, they don't think there's monsters in this house. Yeah. Right? They don't think it's full of ghosts. Yeah. Like I used to think. Right. <laughs> so I just feel like I'm really happy that they feel that way. Nice job not taking that for granted. Yeah. That's I just am like, totally it's, it's remarkable yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's my, I am happy about that. That's great. Thing that we've done. So great. You're, I'm going to take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of taking all the credit, uh, today we're going to talk about the question of is there a person in your house that things tend to revolve around? And I'm not sure where this is going to lead. How fun. <laughs> Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. So when we were talking about what do you want to talk about this week, you brought this up. Mm -hmm. And you sort of described it as who is the son in your house, the S-U-N. Who is the son? Is there a person in your house that that the sort of everything day-to-day sort of revolves around? And I thought that was an interesting question, and I didn't necessarily have a response. And before we get into sort of, I guess, the discussion, I wanted to lay out my initial response to it, which had been, oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. That makes me think of, you know, something negative, mm-hmm. right? Like, that makes me feel like, like, we don't use that kind of language in the house, and I don't, I mean, not that that's bad language. I'm just saying that, like, we never have ever even talked about does the world revolve around somebody mm-hmm. or we're letting it revolve around somebody. Well, it's something people used to say yes, they did, in, yeah. like, elementary school, like, so-and-so thinks right. that the whole world Wherever revolves around her. Yeah. But, and I, but I have heard, like, yeah. parents growing up, I could hear yeah. parents in other houses being like, do you think the whole world revolves around you? Mm-hmm. Or I've also heard, like... In other conversations out in the world where people are possibly being judgy of other, well, they just let that house revolve around that child, oh, oh, right? Oh, like yeah. this feels like one of those yeah, topics sure. that it could potentially go, go to a negative place, right? Yeah, uh, and so, but I'm not sure that's what we're getting at. Today. I doubt it. I doubt it. That's, that's not, not who we are. What we do, <laughs> right? But I wanted to say it because I feel like I can't yeah. be the only person who has that response. Sure, and I just yeah. want to clearly say that that's not. I think this is going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So what I want to start with is what brought that up as an idea? Because I definitely have some responses to it. Yeah. Uh, but I want to hear sort of where that came from. Sure. Like the way I thought about it was, and I don't know if if it's 
if it's like exactly the right metaphor, sure. like a sun with all the planets revolving around, because realistically that that's just not going to happen when you have humans. Right. <laughs> you know, because we are all orbiting in our own yeah, way. We all have our own weird <laughs> things going on. But I've just I guess I've been thinking about it recently because, um, you know, as my family has been growing, mm. um, whoever whoever like things kind of revolve around has been changing a lot. Um, And it's just interesting to see how that goes. Like a really small example of this is like, you know, when I first brought the baby home from the hospital, like the world revolved around me and that baby. Right. It was whatever we needed for that week or two weeks where like I wasn't physically you know, right. myself and, you know, the baby were making sure that he wasn't jaundice and, you know, right. just all that stuff. Um, and then what's also what I think is also interesting is that, like, there's this way in which in families and I've heard this from other parents, too, and I, I think it's true to some extent in our family, like things sort of have to, by default, revolve around the youngest child in some way, mm. just in the sense that, like, there's some things that you just kind of can't do all together with right. that youngest child. And so if you're do like whatever you're deciding to do, if you're deciding to do something as a family, it's sort of you're looking at that youngest child thinking, right. what is this kid going to be able to do or not do? You right, know, like right. it's, it sort of has to revolve around that person. And then in my family, like because, you know, my my oldest child um, recently came out as transgender a lot of our lives for the last few months were really revolving around getting the resources we needed as a family to like help us through this transition, all of us. Right. And so she's, we've really been revolving around her for a while. And then now we have this new baby. And the funny thing is because the baby was a newborn, he, nothing revolved around him after that first week or yeah. so. Nothing revolved around him because he was just sleeping through stuff. And <laughs> it was we just, just like an accessory yeah, at that point. We would just take him. follow yeah. other people around. Right. But what's happened over this past weekend is that, you know, he's he's um, well mm-hmm. into being three months old and now he's a person. Yeah. And now he has needs and likes and dislikes and things he can do and things he can't right. do. And times he's going to cry and make it unpleasant enough that we're going to say, we don't want to do that <laughs> because we don't want to listen to the baby screen right. in the car while we're doing, you know, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And or so, schedules are becoming more concrete sure. to help the baby. Schedules, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, suddenly I'm noticing that, like, it's just shifting. There's a shift. And I don't know if it's that we're just in constant flux. Yeah. Um, But it is interesting because I, I basically what I was noticing over the weekend for me is that I'm feeling really aware of my second child, my middle child, Oscar. And I I said to Jesse, like, we need to have something for him to do on the weekends now. Like, I'm tired yeah. of, like, I, I'm realizing that, like, for a long time we've had, like, the swim lessons the for Grace. And we've had, like, the all the, you right. know, gender stuff going on with her and the things we go to for that. And then Oscar was the baby. And he was along for the ride. He was along for the ride, right. And, yeah. And, like, and, and now you got a new and one. And now we have there. a new baby. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I need to like I need to like go out of my way yeah. to revolve some things around Oscar. Like I need to go mm, out of my way to do that because it's not it's not cool. Yeah, you it, know to have him get lost in the middle like that. It's interesting, and I, I'm wondering if like revolve 
is the right word for this a little bit. But like, I mean, I, I totally see why you're using Revolve. Like, let me let me give you one last yeah. example of like why Revolve okay. makes sense to me. Because yeah. like, Jesse, for example, is much better than I am at like when he has the kids. Yeah. He will do the stuff that he wanted to do that day that he can do with the kids. So like he'll take the kids with him to like five different like thrift right. stores and estate sales and to the flea market. And somehow they do fine. And it's not right. for kids. That yeah. It's, oh, sure. Occasionally they can get something, but it's like he's, it's, it's harder to do it. It's not for kids. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's revolving around him. Yeah. And I think that that's cool. Like I'm not yeah. bringing it up as like, oh, he just takes them on his errands. Right. Like, it is. They do learn stuff, and it is like time for them to spend with him, right? And stuff like that. But like the way he's set, he's setting out what are we gonna do today is what do I want to do? Right. What do I want to do? Yeah. And so I feel like there is. At a certain point, All it's right. not just about like equality. It is or about focusing attention or on, focusing attention. I see what it you're saying. It is about like where where does this where does our like day to day activity spring from? Like what is the Got like it. end of the day motivating factor? Where is this come? Because you know? that's interesting. That's interesting. Because I, I do have a question. I have a different question, but I feel like I should set up my thoughts about this as well. Yeah. Uh, because when you said that, I was like, huh. I haven't thought about that with our family in those terms, but I, you know, I could easily say it revolves around me in the sense that I am the primary, uh, you know, you're the president. Of I'm everything. the president of everything. You, you schedule stuff. Yeah, I've, as you, the president. Yeah. yeah, I need everything to stay on schedule to get us from wake up to bedtime. Yeah, right. And uh, so all the little presidential things that have to take place all the you know everything the all the all the everything mm-hmm. uh so i'm going to be the one who's pushing it's going to revolve around me in the sense of no you don't get to stay outside an extra hour because i need you in here doing the thing that will then make technically my life easier by mm-hmm. us being on you know mm-hmm. no you're not doing this after school activity because we don't have time for that because again i need all the orbs mm-hmm. to be it is as if I am the sun conducting all mm. the how the world rotates around me so yeah. that all the planets stay in alignment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. I could say that. Yeah. Uh, I could also say, well, maybe it revolves around Stefan on the whole. Because I'm thinking of whole picture, like yeah. not the way it transitions uh-huh. like you are. Uh, I could say, you know, Stefan is the one who is not the primary president of everything. We're revolving around him to make it so he's not. Right? Like, oh, I mean, we're not, like, throwing stuff at him all the yeah. time. Like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can right. You know, like, we keep... Because he's he can't be there right. during the day. We're all You're rotating around all him right. to, to keep to keep the sun. Right. So it's like, what is from... the fixed thing? Yeah, what's right. the fixed right. thing? I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. literally of the sun. Or is it, say, Ellis? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want Ellis to explode. I don't yeah. want the sun to erupt. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is it, are we kind? And and as the baby, uh, you know, he still is a little more, you know, beholden to schedule. He's still a little more beholden to routine still mm-hmm. uh, in his threes. Um, and if he even stays up the littlest bit late, like, if we miss the bedtime mm-hmm. by 30 minutes, everything is, is going to set him off, mm-hmm. right? Like, things that he remembered from two days ago. <laughs> we didn't right. put the peanuts out, right? right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I could say, so I guess for me, I'm thinking if I start to look at our family with that image, mine feel more like long 
orbits, right? Mm -hmm. Like long, who's the main sun that things Mm -hmm. are going around? And in listening to you talk about sort of how yours changes, I wonder if there's benefit to uh, the focus shifting. Mm -hmm. So uh, because they're sort of constant, well, now we really do need to sort of revolve around Oscar, or now Mm -hmm. we really do need to revolve around Grace. If, and myself, or, you know, because I don't see like self-care as being a a sun thing, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so... Well, like... It's just a comet flying like, by. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crashing just, into try the to, sun. Try to grab onto grab it as it flies by. <laughs> because could you say... Because right now when I'm thinking about everything we've laid out so far... Yeah. They all seem like sort of keeping everything going Together. on some yeah. level. So if you... The moment I sit there and I think about... Like how Jesse's doing the I'm it's gonna revolve around me today. Mm-hmm. How do I make all these things work yeah. with me? Stefan's very much the same. He's yeah. able to do that sort of as well. They yeah. go to some place he wants to go. Yeah. And I don't know if it's my job as president of everything currently that prevents me from doing that because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I know I'm not gonna have fun if I take us to this place that we're gonna <laughs> Well, this is why but this is why I think okay. Yeah. Well, I have so many thoughts. I know, it's driving yeah. So like but I think that um I think that partially you're because the reality is it's not revolving around you. Well, like, right. I think that if it was revolving around you, then self-care would be right. obviously in there right. as being something that was scheduled in and something you wanted to do. And so- right. Something that other things had to move around. Had to move around so that before that I could can. happen. You know? Right. But, yes. But, but because you... Because the whole family does not revolve around you. Yeah, you're orchestrating how things can get done to, to a certain right. extent. I think it's more... I mean, it sounds like... It sounds like what you're saying is like you don't really want to say it revolves around one kid or the other, but perhaps it revolves around like keeping them functional. Right. You know what I mean? Like it revolves around your kids in general, which I think is pretty normal. Normal. I agree. Yeah. You know, like I think in general, you know, even if Jesse is capable or Jesse and Stefan are capable of doing an outing that revolves around them, like still overall our entire lives are about caring for and raising our children. Like, (laughs) I don't think either of them would deny that. Um, But what I do think is interesting is like, inevitably, the more flexible people are going to move around the less flexible people. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, like, I, I well, can, that's why I wonder if well, I am the sun on some level because yeah. I am less flexible given, do you see what I'm saying? Like given all the things that have to happen, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, the, my son that I'm mm-hmm. describing is not like the child version of the sun, right? Yeah. Like mine is the, I'm going to, I am less flexible, so I am less orbiting. I am the yeah. standing stock still. yeah. Helping the orbits go around, right? So, because I... But don't you have to be flexible if one of your kids, like, loses it or something and, like, can't stay on schedule? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, technically, but still, that just means that... See, for me, that's just, all right, this piece is now moved, but now we're going to move all these other... And they're still, like... Mm I, have I come across as flexible to you guys? <laughs> no, but I think as a parent, well, yes, you're like, flexible. As yes. a parent, you kind of just are. Well, like, right. there's no way to not. Do you know? No, what I, I mean? know what you're saying. I, I totally see what you're saying. And yeah. so, yeah, and so I'm thinking like I'm. I guess I, I guess what I'm thinking about is like 
there and and like it's true that as we talk about this like this metaphor becomes like less and less appropriate i think but like say we assume right the world revolves around our kids. Yes. Say we just assume that. Sure. Like, I totally hear what you're saying about, like, that you, in some ways, you're the son. Well, right. But I think that because everything that you're doing is sort of for or your for kids, the kids. Yeah. I think yeah. it's sort of, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I like, was just saying that, like, when you had brought that to me, I had these very different images of what that meant. Yeah. And one of those was... It could be that, you, that in me. a way. Yeah. If I am not looking at it in the sense of... Uh, the more selfish needs of the son, right? Sure. Like, because yeah. if you're making your kids, it is about meeting all their needs, right? Yeah. Which is, is inherently selfish in a way, not in the bad selfish, yeah, yeah, but in yeah. the like, yeah, obviously uh, we're going to make these things work. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. yeah. And I think like what I'm thinking about with that is just that I just, um, like, I think in some ways, like, Oscar is. Like, the reason I'm, like, focusing yeah. on him right now is because he is, like, well, right now he's three and a half, so he's not super flexible right now. I don't <laughs> right know now. any three and a half year olds <laughs> that are very flexible. But he has been the personality that's been the more flexible. Sure. And so I just think that's interesting because I think there's only so much we can do as parents yeah. to, like, um, counteract that. Like, in a sense, if one kid is kind of always going to be able to go with the flow. Right. And the other kid really wants to do this one particular thing in this one particular way and, like, is going to be really difficult in other scenarios. We're kind of going to do what that one kid wants to do. Well, yeah. And I think, I don't know what to do about that. Well, I'm not sure. But I think even acknowledging it helps because I think it's really easy to get into. I wonder how much this would show up if you hadn't had Curtis, right? right? Because... Having stopped at the two, yeah, I Ellis is the baby, right? Right, like I mean, yeah. he's he's got a role with stuff, right? Uh-huh. That Katie Bell wants to go with, and then at other times, uh, or for example, everything's got to revolve around Ellis's schedule, right? Like right. You, you can't go do a his six nap o'clock or his bedtime, den- yeah, bedtime. Yeah. So it, now that you've had Curtis, yeah, it becomes way more obvious. It that, is, like, yeah. And so I, I wonder. Yeah. I'm like, so again, who do I who do I do stuff for right now? But do you know what I mean? Like at any given moment, I'm constantly kind of like, yeah. Which who? Do you know what I'm saying? No, like, I do. But that goes back to the question that I was thinking of listening to you was, is there a benefit that it re- that it moves so much? Mm-hmm. I don't feel ours moving that much in our house, mm-hmm. right? You know, if I'm looking at it like this, mm-hmm. you know, ours not that it won't shift or develop, yeah. but I can totally how see how. In particular, this past year in your house, yeah. Given Grace, given the new baby, get you know yeah. Curtis, given yeah, I mean, all those things. How the the sun has shifted yeah. a lot, and I wonder if there's benefit to that mm-hmm. because it breaks you from falling into the pattern, the pattern yeah. that I could easily fall into in our house. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Where like if you're not constantly being forced to, qu- I mean, like there are days where I'm like, oh. I, you know, used to take Katie Bell to X, Y, and Z yeah. when she was this age. We were going out yeah, yeah, every yeah. day to X, Y, and Z. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. I haven't been to the kids' museum in a year. I know. You know, where I'm like, I know. oh, okay. But I, and I even have the time. Same. And I have yeah. the time I with, know. like, Ellis on same. some days I know. when Katie Bell's in school and I'm not working. I'm like, why aren't we going to these things? I know. Right? Where it's just really easy to to just want to drift through space. You know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to, like... 
keep an orbit of some kind going. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if there's benefit to that a little. I mean, yeah, I guess there might be. I think it's just, um, like, I think what you're talking about with, like, um, you know, maybe not not doing all the same things that you did with Katie Bell. Like, right. I have to believe that there's like some uh, different benefits that yeah. Alice gets, like as a second child. Sure. Like that's how I feel in my house. Like that we did different stuff with Oscar, or less stuff, but like <laughs> he got different. Um... So much more television. <laughs> He's, he's getting so, with much so much many more Disney movies. Oh my god, he is—he's me, oh second god, child. That's right. <laughs> no, but I think like I'm just constantly—I guess I'm just like not wanting it to be unequal. Like when it comes right. down to it, because I, because there's moments where you know because it's not a one to one right anymore. There's always one parent who has two or yeah. more, and so the question becomes like. Who gets alone time with a parent? Right. Which child should get alone time right now with which parent? And yeah. like and like we want to make that equal. And like the amount of time that one kid has to or two kids have to wait for another kid's activity or yeah. their need to get met. Like Oscar's constantly waiting for me to finish feeding the baby. Right. So then I also try to make Curtis wait for something and I say to Oscar, see he's yeah, he's he doesn't he's like waiting, w- but he has to wait. Everybody has to wait sometimes. Right. We all wait for each other for different things. Mm. But like I'm do you know what I mean? Like no, I want I, I want him to know that it's not like I want I want everybody to know that like we all have some some special equal footing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's a that's also a hard bar to set too. Yeah. I mean, that's like a remarkably hard yeah. thing to, to maintain. Yeah, I may be making it harder on that, myself I mean, I'm not saying necessary. don't try those things. Right. I mean, like, you know, the dis- the advantage slash disadvantage in our house is sort of the opposite of, you know, Ellis kind of rolling with the, oh, Ellis is just going to have to go with this, mm-hmm. right? Is that Katie Bell's old enough to do a lot of stuff. I mean, she reads mm-hmm. in her room by herself or she plays in her room by herself a lot now or mm-hmm. listens to music or whatever. And I can easily just... Never check in. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. Like the moment Ellis is off doing his own thing, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna mess with this. Mess with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. so, you know, uh, I've got to find balance to remember mm-hmm. to go. Oh, well, this would be a good time to do. So, you know, like, yeah, I, I see, I see what you're saying, and I think it's the right thing to be thinking about, and I actually kind of like the orbiting thing. In the terms of not looking at it as a large sort of stoic version of everything revolving around one person. I guess I'm not sure what the, I mean, there's no answer to this. Mm -hmm. I I think it is more that it's more moving all the time Uh and changing all the time. And maybe also that we can insert ourselves into the rotation a little bit, too. We are the comet. Yeah. We are the comet. We're the self-care comet. We're the self-care. No, but do you know what I mean? If there's a rotation of who gets everything to revolve around them. That's right. Maybe sometimes it's me. Yeah. and, and, And not in the way that I see it. Right. In the good way. In the good way. In like, the we're going to do what I want to do. It. Right. Yeah. We're going to revolve around me. Yeah. But, <laughs> God, <laughs> someday.
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes sheets. I am kind of a weird bed sheet junkie. I love my beds. I love my bed. I love my bed sheets. I really do. I need to crawl into that bed at the end of the day and feel taken care of by my sheets. And the Bowl and Branch sheets are 100% organic cotton, and they feel so nice, especially now that summer is here. Also, you can try them for 30 nights and see for yourself, and if you don't like them, you can send them back for a full refund. So go to bowlandbranch.com today, and you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets, plus free shipping in the U.S. when you use the promo code BADMOTHER. That's $50 off, plus free U.S. shipping right now at bowlandbranch.com. That's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code BADMOTHER, bowlandbranch.com, promo code BADMOTHER. We have a Jumbotron. This message is for Liz from Phil. Liz, best of wives, best of women. Congratulations on keeping our perfect unicorn baby, Nora, alive for a whole year. Even through the geniuses, like the time you used Nora's vest as pants, and fails, like the thing I won't have Biz say on the radio, and all the rants in between, I can't imagine this parenting life without you. Love, Phil. Oh, good job, Liz, and good job, Phil. You guys are doing such a great job. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you are. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So I've spoken about my five-year diary before on the show, um, which I'm really enjoying, and I'm I'm about two years into it. Um, And I had this feeling that once I had a baby, I was not going to be able to keep up with it anymore because, you know, you jot down something like once a day. And my routine was to do it right at bedtime. Like it was right by my bed. I would give the dogs their bedtime treat and write in my five-year diary and go to bed. And now that time frame is kind of like out the window like either I'm still trying to get the baby to sleep or it's dark in my room because the baby's asleep in there (laughs) um and so there were a few days where I was like or maybe like the first week that I brought him home where I was like wow am I just gonna totally lose track of this like is this whole time period just gonna be out the window so what I did is I just moved it my five-year diary to with a pen to right where I generally nurse, like in the living room, my little like spot where I sit with like my water and my phone or whatever. I just keep it right there. Um, And it's small enough and lightweight enough that it's easy enough for me to write in while I'm nursing. Nice. And so I've been able to keep up with it because I just have it right there. And Good job. It's been really nice to keep up with it. That's really nice. Really, that is a very good job. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. There's a chance I may have shared this a long time ago, but because it's summer. Uh Uh-huh. And it works so well. It works so well with Katie Bell, and it's working so well with Ellis. I'm going to share it again. Maybe I haven't. 
We got a lot of new listeners, so it'll be new for you. Sunscreen application. Hmm. For many, this is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so what has worked with both children? I mean, and Ellis is way more adamant than Katie Bell in terms of, no, I only yeah. want the stick. And the stick makes his skin break out, and I feel like it traps his sweat in. Uh-huh. Uh, and we don't use spray. Uh-huh. Uh, we only use lotion. Uh-huh. And uh, so what I say is, I'm going to cover you in polka dots. And I put a bunch in my hand, uh-huh. and he sticks his arm out, or I just kind of take his arm. Because as soon as I start, polka dot, 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 polka dot. Uh-huh. And I cover his arm with polka dots, and he thinks it's so great. And then I rub that in, and now there's going to be polka dots on your other arm. And then to mix it up the other day, because he's way You have not told us about really? this. Really? Okay. This is great. It really works, guys. Okay. This has been working so well with okay. both kids. Uh, and when polka dots wasn't working yesterday, he's been way into like, a spider is like me being a spider. I'm like, oh, a spider's gonna crawl up the spout. And I dip my fingers in it. I'm like, crawl, 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 crawl. And again, it's getting all the sunscreen out and it can crawl on his face and the polka dots can go on his back and his neck and his feet. And then he started polka dotting himself. Mm. Yeah, guys, the polka dots, I even still polka dot Katie Bell sometimes, but like at preschool with Katie Bell, we have to put it on her right when we got to school mm-hmm. and it was always like a nightmare. Yeah, it's always a nightmare. Polka dots, guys. Yeah. May your summer be full of polka dots. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling in with a genius. I was listening to your episode about making mom friends or parent friends at your kid's school, and I wanted to share one of the ways that I made more friends or at least got to know more people in my daughter's school community. First of all, I Facebook friend everyone I meet because that's just, easy, even if it makes me feel like a creeper. Nobody ever says no, unless they're never on Facebook, like the mother of my daughter's best friend, but whatever. (laughs) Secondly, I started having happy hours at my house, like once a month, and it was totally low pressure. I was like, I'm not going to clean my house. I'm going to have wine and some cheese and crackers. Stop by if you can. If you can't, that's totally fine. And I invited, like, everyone I knew, like, just (laughs) everyone, every mom, Every, like, other people who didn't go to my kid's school, who weren't, didn't have kids in my school, it was like, bring your kids, have them play. And I just did this for, like, maybe six months. And so people would come, and, you know, some people came once, some people came a bunch. Sometimes there were two people there, sometimes there were ten people there. And it was super low-key and really easy, and it was really fun. And because of that, I got to know a lot of uh, my neighbors and the other parents at my school like best friends now, it's definitely a way to get to know people. And I sort of picked the people who I was like, oh, those are the people I like the best. So anyway, that's my genius. I love your show. Thank you for everything you guys do. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's great. Next level. Yeah. I mean, that's a commitment that you're doing. So first off, kudos to that. Yeah. But it's really a good idea. Yeah, really and for nice. those people who don't want to host it, what I like about this as well is, Go. Go to something Go like this. Go to something like yeah. this. I mean, worst case, you kill an hour yeah. in your day yeah. when you don't want, you need that time filled. Yeah. You get to have a glass of wine or water or whatever. Your kid plays with somebody. And I like that her general takeaway was, I just now know more, more of these people, people yeah. right? Because, like, I feel the same way, like, going yeah. through the school I can smile and nod and acknowledge that I know many of these parents. Yeah, that's really uh, nice. So it's, it is good job. Yeah, I, really good really, job. Yeah, that's awesome. genius. Yeah. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. 
So we were on our way home from your house, actually. <laughs> um, and I had the three kids in the car because everybody had to, to ride, ride with, with you. <laughs> Even though Jesse was also there and had his car. Um, <laughs> so we're driving home and the world was revolving around me for one split second. I really wanted some cold brew. <laughs> So we were gonna we were gonna go through the Starbucks drive through so I could get myself some cold brew, um, and uh, Curtis was falling asleep, and that's how I knew I could sit there in the drive through yeah. line because sometimes there's like ten cars ahead of us. But if Curtis is asleep, then we can do that. Oscar was like poking him and yelling and screaming, and so I made the mistake of telling Oscar, "Listen." If Curtis can stay asleep, you can stay quiet, and Curtis can stay asleep, we're going to go through Starbucks drive-thru, and you can get a cookie. Yeah. So Grace and Oscar are cheering because we're going to go to Starbucks. Sure. Great. Um, Then we get over there, and Curtis starts to wake up conveniently, like right as we're starting to get there. Uh Um, There's like a weird traffic jam. We finally get into the line. There's a pretty long line, but it's okay. It's moving. Um, Curtis is starting to fuss and cry and I'm sitting there going like, is this worth it? Yeah. Like it's once we get kind of, once point. you get further in, you can't turn, you can't come back can't out. Can't get out. So I was like, am I going to do this? But the kids are so excited. Oh, They're yeah. so into it. I want my coffee and I'm like, okay, we can tolerate like a little bit. Like I know Curtis isn't hungry. He just doesn't want to be right. in the car. So like we can tolerate a little bit of Curtis crying. Well, things aren't moving. Things aren't moving. Things aren't moving. We're getting like a little bit further in. And um, I realize the car, like six cars ahead of us, has broken down. Oh, no. In the Starbucks the line. The Starbucks line. That's like a. And the people, I never even thought about this happening, but it was oh. a hot day. So they're probably like running ah. the AC and just sitting there, you know, like re- their battery probably ran out or something. And so the people are like walking up to the window, like, uh, hey, there's a. Thing, and I was like looking and it's my last chance to get out of the line and luckily I was able able to to? but I was like there's no way I'm going to sit here for an hour waiting for no way no way so I turn around and I go back out and the kids are like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing and everybody starts screaming and crying in my ears because the baby's already crying now Grace and Oscar are losing their their minds that we're not doing this after we'd already kind of been sitting there for like a good Five or ten, yeah. you know, the, screaming. So I have three children screaming, crying in my ears, and and I don't have my coffee. Yeah, it God. was a nightmare. God, that was it. I just, yeah, I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's really awful. It was awful. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Thank you. It makes mine be like, oh. <laughs> Well, it's only my screams that I hear with my fail this week. That, that, sometimes that's enough. <laughs> uh, when we lived in New York and then in the first place we rented when we came to California, I, it's been like oh, 15, maybe more years since I've had like actually drawers in a bathroom to put stuff in uh-huh. or even cabinets. I know. We don't have that Right? Either. Like usually I mean, it's just kind of like crammed so in a medicine hard. cabinet yeah. or I have like a bin that I have stuff in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now that we have this house. Three yeah. years ago, we got this house four years ago. I have drawers. Okay. Right? Yeah. I don't need a lot of drawers. No. I just need this one drawer. Yeah. And I had gotten all these little organizers in there. Mm. And I don't use a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? That drawer has become the worst mm. looking thing. Mm. I mean, like, bins are upside down. 
Yeah. I mean, nothing's in a bin. Right. The, the bins are just now part of the stuff that's yeah. dumped in the drawer. Yeah. Right? And there's definitely like 90% of it I don't even use yeah. anymore. Yeah. There's like really old makeup. There's like really old. And I don't ever have time to clean this one small drawer. This yeah. is not even a big drawer. Right. And every day I open it up. Yeah. And I just pull all the garbage out to get to my mascara, Mm -hmm. and I dump it all back in, and I slide it away Mm -hmm. out of sight, Mm -hmm. out of mind, until the next time I open the drawer, and I'm like, this makes me so sad. And it's become like the symbol of self-care in the house, where like Stefan's like, we'll make time so that you can clean like, All drawer. I want to do is clean my drawer, guys. I just want to clean oh the fucking drawer out. So I was like, we'll make time. But we can't even commit to time for me to clean out the drawer. This is where we are in the self-care oh, so low bar line, guys. So sad. Baby, I want you to be, be able, able to, to clean, clean out drawer. your drawer. Right? Somehow, like, some some way, way, we're going to find we'll time. time. Well, maybe after the kids go to bed, I can have a glass of wine and go <laughs> and sit in the bathroom and clean the drawer. Maybe listen to a song I want to hear or something. That's it. There's nothing depressing oh over here to see, guys. Oh, Keep I'm moving. cry. Oh, God. Hi, One Bed Mother. Um, calling with a fail. It's uh, late on a night when I my husband was out of town and I worked all day and went and got the kids in the rain from their daycare and fed them and put them to bed. And, uh, and so I said, um, one thing that my four-year-old daughter likes to do when I put her to bed is to uh, meditate with an app. And there's like an app that has a little meditation for kids. And I was like, oh, that's nice. We'll do one for sleep. And the meditation app was telling ever, telling us, uh, go say goodnight to your feet, goodnight to your legs. Everything's getting heavy. And she was just holding my phone and looking at the app and kept tapping it to keep the screen bright. <laughs> and, uh, so that was fail number one, letting her hold the phone <laughs> and, and touch everything. And I was just just waiting to go down and just do the dishes. And I was just like getting more and more irritated with her. And finally the app said, the man on the app said, close your eyes. And she wouldn't close her eyes. And I said, well, the meditation says we got to close our eyes now. And she's like, I'm not going to. And I was like, it says to close your eyes. (laughs) And I got very irritated. And she's like, well, I'm not going to. And I was like, okay, we're all done meditating. (laughs) And I grabbed the phone from her and she cried. And I was like, enough. (laughs) And, I immediately uh, felt horrible, <laughs> and I said, it's my fault, you know, for letting her hold the phone and maybe even meditating to begin with, but uh, I just wanted to, it was supposed to be a soothing, relaxing thing, and I screwed it up, uh, but at least I hugged her, and she said goodnight, and everything's okay, but jeez, what a fail. Thanks. Love the show. You are the worst at relaxing and Hurry meditating. Up. Hurry up and relax. Hurry up and meditate. <laughs> meditate till you're asleep. There do is, it now. There is something where you're like, okay, we'll do this activity yeah. that you want to do. And then they're like, okay, it says do this thing. And they're like, no. Yeah. Just do it. Just, <laughs> why won't you just do this one simple act of closing your eyes? Why are you forsaking me? You know, and like, and just immediately all relaxation goes right out the yep. window. I was like, I'll just crank this up to high. Yeah. <laughs> That'll help. Yeah. And I, it just, that was just the perfect storm of it's bedtime. We're going to do this really calm meditative thing. And it's not going to be even the slightest bit relaxing. No. Yeah. You're doing an awful job. 
relaxing with your four-year-old before bed. Just terrible. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the world's largest digital marketplace for finding and managing family care. You guys, Biz and I both have premium memberships, and it's super easy. You can find, book, and pay for care all in one place. And they don't just have babysitters. You can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash Bad Mother when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash Bad Mother for 30% off a premium membership. Teresa. Yes. Let's call this week an artist. All right. I know. It's very exciting. This week we are calling Taewon Yu, an artist, illustrator, and designer living in Brooklyn, New York. If you are a Built to Spill fan, then you are familiar with the covers he designed for four of their albums. If you are a Paint by Stickers activity fan, and I gotta assume we got those, especially over in the Craft Along group, uh, those are also his work. Uh, And he has his first children's book coming out called My First Baby Signs. Welcome, Tay. Kaboom! Hello! I'm just <laughs> bursting at the seams. I just been listening to you talk. Oh my God. That's me! Hello! That's you. Hello, everyone. That's Hello, Teresa. Hello, Biz. This is Tay. Hi, Tay. Uh, Hi. Before we get into. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> before we get into. I'm just sitting here listening to you talk, oh, and so- I am just. Like, I just put a stopper on myself to try not to uh, interrupt you while you're uh, beginning with your uh, spiel. But anyway, thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, anybody who listens to the show knows that 90% of the show is interrupting. (laughs) Yes, of course. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So let's, uh, before we get into uh, the book, because we really, really, really want to talk about the book and make sure people know about this book, uh, let's start with Who Lives in Your House? Yes, in my house, I live in a very nice little house in Greenpoint in Brooklyn, and I just live there with myself and my girlfriend, Maria. She is a a school librarian, and I work in publishing, so we love books and kids' books especially. Oh, my gosh, children's librarian, totally like... Oh, okay, because it's no secret that we love librarians mm-hmm. on the yes, show. Yes, of course. We are mega library and librarian fans. Librarians are wonderful. So are artists and illustrators. But I have yes, to give yes, a yes, shout yes. out. To and, I, and I completely agree with you. And I, I remember school, uh, school libraries and, and going to libraries as, as a uh, young kid. Uh, just like that's your first space that's like yeah. your own, like when you're little. And you get to explore and make your own decisions. And, uh, and, and you know, it's like all those things are like, you know, I just remember it so well. Yeah, oh, so you know what? You're right. That's such a nice way to put it. It's like your first space, and that is exactly. I'm actually my teary about that, but you're right. It is. Yeah. It is your first space that you get to go to and explore and pull any book you want. And yeah, you're making what? your own, your decisions about what you want. You oh, know. God, that is so yeah. true. When so, I was in kindergarten, I peed on the floor in my library at my school. And That's some people do that. You make everyone makes their own. Are own, you still tearing own up? Own on life. Yes, it's very important. Well, Teresa made it her own. Clearly, in a different. <laughs> a different way. Um, all right, let's get into the book. So the book uh, is all about T. 
teaching sign language to your baby. And but it but not like in a that makes it sound like a textbook. It's nothing yeah. like that at all. No. Before it's we, a picture book. It's a picture book, and it falls into the sort of pop-up variety. You pull tabs. And yeah, pull tabs, yeah, and movable parts, yeah. and bright colors. And, and, um, and I kind of envisioned it as a, um, as a way to kind of introduce the idea of, um, of sign language, both to, um, obviously, to babies, but also to parents uh, who may not be familiar with it. Because certainly, um, before I uh, worked on this, um, you know, I just happened to have this uh, little, uh, you know, interaction with my friend who just had a baby, and she was only, um, the baby was only eight months old, and was just being introduced to the baby, and um, and uh, the mom had taught her uh, sign language, and they were just conversing, and she was get, uh, letting the mommy know what her needs are, and they're making jokes, and kind of conversing, you know, they had their real secret language going on, and it was just really blew my mind, and so for me, like, I never knew that it even existed before I, 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 I saw it by myself, you know? So that was the initial inspiration for it. So I, so if that's the case, then I knew that there would be um, other parents who may, you know, may not, maybe a new idea for them. Well, so yeah, I wanted we to kinda, introduce it that way. We sort of took it for granted when, by the time, you know, we saw your book, you know, mm-hmm. we were several years into parenting of little kids and, you know, had yeah. seen, you know, the idea of signing with babies had come uh, sort of out. But a lot of people, you're right, a lot of people weren't aren't aware of it so i was wondering while when you started working on the book did you go and do additional research on the benefits of this can you talk a little bit about why uh baby signing is so helpful to parents sure um i didn't do too much research i must say (laughs) except for just like talking to other parents who um who did a sign language and um, getting their um take on it and the i guess the um, obviously there's the, the um the more um just the, the bonding element of actually conversing and also uh, treating the baby as a you know not you know obviously it's a, it's an emerging entity in in many ways but it's like now here's a person like a real person who is actually um talking to you and um and um communicating and and you're you know having a two-way conversation i mean and I can only imagine, I'm not a parent myself, but I can only imagine that's such a powerful feeling and, you know, it's a wonderful activity to just share, you know. And the other thing is, uh, I think obviously it just uh, um, it helps with the uh, cognitive development and um, motor skills, you know, remembering, those kinds of things. I, I think those were the, uh, the foundations and the experiences that the, uh, the parents had um, told me about. Well, it's so... You sent some books to us, and Teresa and I opened the books, and Teresa's like, oh, this is a really cool book. And I open it up, and it's just me. I'm not with my children or anything. And I pull, like, the first tab, and it's like, eat, or or one of these. And there's, like, eat, there's milk, there's There's more, more. there's thank you, there's bath. (laughs) There's bath, there's tie, you know, sleep, all these things. And there's help. And there's help. help. And I'm pulling the tabs. And it's doing it's the doing sign the language in like a really yeah, clear yeah, way. Yeah, that that yeah, that work is. What's, uh, I work with a paper engineer named Phil. Uh, I work with him, Phil Conigliaro, and yeah. um, he, and he's a genius. And so we're kind of limited with uh, what the limits of what the uh, what paper can do, right? Right. Um, because so we couldn't really do as much as we wanted. But the ones that we were able to, I thought that we did a pretty good job about uh, trying to communicate and you know, making it fun and and really uh, readable, you know, understandable uh, what these signs are. But even with flat paper, just kind of like shifting around and stuff, you can still see that the hand is. 
kind of grasping and, and moving up and down. So no, it does. Clear. Yeah, <laughs> just like Andrew and I just awesome. basically <laughs> wanted to have you on and yell at you and be like, "It does. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. <laughs> so helpful. Like, it's so helpful." And it, it, and then at the very end, you actually do you know uh, more of a specific diagrams with arrows showing you like exactly which way the hand is supposed to move with a little more detail. But I go home mm-hmm. and I show this to my three-year-old and we didn't really, we didn't do a lot of siding in our house. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, and, uh, and so not for any particular reason, <laughs> just didn't yeah. happen. Just didn't happen. But I show this book to Ellis, the you know, three and a half year old, and, like, uh-huh. within 10 minutes, he's, like, doing the signs with yeah. me because he really is enjoying doing the signs. And, like, my 7-year-old came over and was like, this is so Oh, awesome. that's so much fun. That's so great. I'm so happy to hear that. And I really try to make it because, you know, I looked at other um, sign language books, and there were actually other, um, you know, poll tab books out there. But I just felt like they, were, they, they weren't the books that I wanted, you know? Like, I felt that maybe they were just kind of, like, maybe, it, maybe they were made at a different time, so mm. the style of the illustration wasn't quite up to date, but I felt, and so I just wanted to make a book that was just bright colors, big faces, and sort of like use the design elements and whatever design skills I have in order to kind of just uh, communicate it really directly to kids. And, you know, what I've been uh, hearing is that, um, yeah, the kids just respond to the book, even if they are not even interested in sign language, it's actually just like fun to pull the tabs and see uh, babies move around, you know? Yeah, so, well, so but yeah. Teresa had warned me, Teresa had said that she had been doing it with Oscar and she had been using the word baby and yeah. then that like led to a whole thing where Oscar yeah. her three-year-old's like I'm a baby again and this she's is like, yeah <laughs> this is like still going on like Oscar's favorite game right now is that we read the book he's the baby uh, and I'm the mommy and we read the book together and we do the signs and but I mean and I'm complaining because it's it's always well, you hard have when another you're, baby you don't right, want another I already baby. have a baby right. I don't need my three-year-old to be a baby but on the other hand it is it is a cool thing to do with him like well, so, it is like a really nice thing that he is really responding right to. But, like as a result I go oh, home so. and Ellis can't read so i'm like ellis wants more i just changed i just took the word baby out of it Uh ellis and he was like ellis wants more (laughs) thank you for warning me Teresa. yeah and katie bell comes over and goes baby i'm like no no No. it's not baby not baby (laughs) (laughs) uh were there any challenges you had said you know you couldn't do all the words you wanted but were there any challenges with this Um, Well, yeah, I mean, actually just manufacturing of it. I mean, it's kind of boring, but just from the design standpoint of actually trying to make a book that will, um, you know, uh, actually work, you know, um, hopefully 99% of the time, um, you know, these are all handmade, you know, it's like they're actually like cut out and somebody um, actually like sits there and like just like takes the parts and and, um, just makes thousands of these. It's incredible. So um, we just have to do a lot of quality control and have spent months just going back and forth with the fabric. Fabricators were making it, so the challenges was really in the uh, manufacturing, um, and just like having a really high standard of like making sure that this, this will work and not, um, you know, cutting corners along the way. So yeah, but you know, I, yeah, but I, re- I really felt uh, good about spending all that time and like driving everybody crazy in order to just get, get the product I wanted at the end. So well, that's very really proud good. That, I mean, because yeah. I know that. Uh, there can be a lot of challenges in, you know, getting something published, especially like this, something that does require that care. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a book and something else. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a book and book something and else. Like a, and it's a yeah, big gamble yeah. for people yeah. to want to do that yeah. and to have that money and time to put in to make it, you know, really, well, let's just make it easier. 
Right, you know, like, yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah, and so, so many I, times, of course, of course. I yeah. just want to say that's um, a great but it, job. But yeah, that, that's a case where it's like you know, in um, you know, the field I work in in publishing, it's like yeah, it really it's a huge difference when people are just passionate about yeah. it and just or just interested in challenges or just like it's like, and then it seems like I, I feel so lucky that like it, with the team I work with, like they're all about just like oh, like we haven't you know, what, what can a book do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, we're constantly just, like, pushing the boundaries and just, like, demanding things from people. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely very familiar with that situation. Well, I, I, it's great, and it totally pays off. The care and the attention and just how the mechanics of this really simple yet complicated and beautiful book is Oh, thank evident. you so much. It's evident. Um, thank you. Well, Tate, thank you. First of all, thank you for making this book. Uh, <laughs> it is, it's so beautiful. It's so great. Again, it's called My First Baby Signs. Uh, we're going to link everybody up to uh, where they can find this book, as well as just, you know, your website. You, you do so many beautiful artistic things. I really love the paint-by-sticker concept, and you've got one coming out that's rock icons. That's pretty Oh, awesome. my God. That is going to blow your mind. <laughs> so oh, yes. Cool. That was, like, my passion project. So I <laughs> snuck in. I'll give you a little preview. I got some Weird Al Yankovic oh and Nina Simone in there. Oh, my gosh. Now the whole thing. That's, that's a good that's a good. Two finish. American geniuses. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Tay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and, again, thank you for making this beautiful book. Oh, thank you so much. Really wonderful to talk to you. Absolutely. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. Okay. Okay, bye. 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 Hey, readers, all of you bookworms, comic geeks, library junkies, literary fiction lovers, bibliophiles, and nerds. Want to get more out of your reading life? Listen to Reading Glasses. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We want to help you read better. Join us every Thursday on Maximum Fun's new podcast while we talk about book culture and solve your reader problems. Reading Glasses will teach you how to vanquish your to-be-read pile, connect with other readers, and get more reading into your busy day. No matter what you read or how you read it we'll We'll help you do it better better. (laughs) that's cute hi this is griffin mcelroy hi this is rachel mcelroy and we're the host of rose buddies it's a podcast about the bachelor family of products we watch the bachelor the bachelorette and bachelor in paradise yes it is garbage television but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile we're the raccoons in charge around here so join us on tuesdays because the tv shows on mondays and basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> what a joy. Yeah. What a joy. It really is. I, I, like, I'm so glad to speak to him yeah. because that book is so much joy. It really It makes is. me happy to touch that book. Oh, yeah. And I can now tell why. Yeah. Because I can feel his joy and passion yeah. for having created that book absolutely i just that just great totally i just i want uh, you can't see me but i am signing more <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I am it's so good you know it's also good and what i always want more of and that there's not a sign in the world <laughs> that could fully encompass uh what it's like to be a mom having a breakdown but let's all in our heads imagine what that sign might be <laughs> while we listen to a mom, have a breakdown. Hi, this is a rant. 
Um, I just checked my email and I found this advertisement for this preschool prep program. <laughs> Seriously, what the fuck? I thought preschool was to prepare your kid for kindergarten. And now I need a program to prepare my kid for preschool, which will prepare my kid for kindergarten. Like, why the fuck are there so many things that I'm supposed to be doing with my kids? If I was more confident in my decisions, I would probably just say, fuck this. I don't need this. My kid doesn't need this. But now I'm wondering, like, in the back of my mind, am I fucking my kid up if I don't send them to this preschool prep program? It's so ridiculous, and I'm so tired of all the fucking things that we're supposed to be doing with our kids and all these, like, subtle reminders that we are failing. Thanks for listening. I love the show. You guys are doing a great job. I love this woman so much. <laughs> the truth of this is, mm-hmm. it's less about the, like, barrage of garbage that people are trying to convince us mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. It's when she says... If I yeah. had the confidence yeah. as a parent, yeah. I would walk away from this. Yeah. But you do get tired. All it takes is is the seed yeah. to get stuck in your tired, tired, guilt-laden mm-hmm. parent brain. That's true. To start thinking, well, should maybe I, be I doing, should. I know. Maybe I should get oh, these God. shoes that make them good at math. Right? Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have them only eat this one food. Before a test a day. Maybe, maybe I sh- our preschool isn't good enough. Maybe, maybe the I need school to isn't good send enough. send them somewhere else. Maybe. How will they do college? Yeah. How will they fulfill that? I do have that thing where I, like, I'll be driving around and I will say that same sort of like line of thinking, not because I've read anything specific, mm-hmm. but maybe I pass some other school's bumper sticker on the back of a car. Mm-hmm. And I start thinking, well, am I giving my kids the best opportunity to be the best that they can be for the thing that they don't even know if they want to be yet, right? right. Like, like, well, but maybe my kid won't be the thing that they want to be because they don't know they can be the thing because they haven't given them the opportunity oh, to do God. the thing. Right, and then yeah. I have to be like, well, that's stupid. Listen, woman calling us having a breakdown? Yeah. You are correct. You're correct. You are correct. Absolutely correct. You're you're okay. Mm-hmm. Your children will be okay. Yeah, they'll be fine. You are okay. Okay? Uh, you're doing a very, very good job. Yes, you are. And I appreciate you calling and yelling about it. <laughs> Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned that there are a lot of things orbiting through our house. Mm-hmm. And the best we can do is get the fuck out of their way. <laughs> All right? I, I don't, you know, it really is that. I, I think, actually, what I took away from this is the way that you're looking at it, even, Teresa, this idea that the, the orbit changes often mm-hmm. uh, and that you're thinking about this changing orbit, even if there needs to be looking at that in a non-pressure way, not making it become the, the very sun itself Mm -hmm. trying to do all these things for everybody i do like the idea of these small orbits as opposed to one large one i do think that that is a beneficial way to look at it there's it's totally healthy to want to make sure that everybody in your family is getting their time uh that doesn't mean their time with you (laughs) 
mm-hmm. or, you know, in one specific thing. It just means to be mindful of everybody's needs. And when you can meet them, great. And when you can't, it will also be great, mm-hmm. right? Um, as opposed to allowing, you know, habits to form and one person to constantly be the center, mm-hmm. right? I think that's where it can maybe be uh, unhealthy long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that Tay's baby sign book, really, guys, this is the best thing we've ever seen. It's yeah. so much fun. It's really great. We really like that book a lot. Uh, so do go check it out. Even if you're not planning on teaching your kid baby signs for the rest of your life, it's a fun book to read with your kid. And it's some cool signs to do. It doesn't mean you're committed. I just had like this great vision yeah. where somebody buys our book and that book and gives it as a baby shower gift because oh. I feel like they go really well together because it's kind of like something for me and something yeah. for my baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it would yeah. actually, actually be like a good really... little bundle there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody... You're doing a really good job. Yeah, you guys are. It's really hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. It's very difficult with some joy and some not joy and some lots of things. This show is maybe entering a phase where everything is harder than it normally is. La 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 la. We will see you on the other side of that one day. La 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 la. <laughs> You're such a gifted songwriter. I am. I'm so good, guys. I don't know. My kids clearly get it from me. So everybody hang in there. Yeah. You're doing remarkable. Yeah, you are. FYI, it's summer now. Yeah. So really, you're doing great. And again, to all the dads, you're doing amazing. To our dads, thank you for everything. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Papa. Teresa? Yes. You're doing a remarkable job. I just want to say real quick, Teresa did come over we uh, to the house with her whole family. We were doing uh, some pictures for something that's coming out later. And uh, they were speaking of just things orbiting at all times yeah. at a house. Five kids all in the house. I just have to say. The photographer, who's our good friend, Barry Nuts, yeah. who used to be our sound engineer, he was overwhelmed. He was a little, It yeah. was very validating to see. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was really overwhelmed. He was like, wow. the kids. Yeah. I have to say, I just thought you were so. It was so nice to see you with your kids. Thank you. I felt the same way about you. I was. We don't see each other with our kids. I know. I know. We just see each other here as individuals. I know. (laughs) You're such a good mom. You are too, Teresa. You You are also a really good mom. You're doing a very good job. Thanks. So are you, Biz. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.